Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We marking out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We marking out, y'all. Marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We marking out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We marking out, y'all. We marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Just one week after our five-year anniversary, I think. Yeah, we're still going strong. I yeah. think we're still going strong. I mean, I would say we are going strong. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? Sure, but uh, you could check us out, Facebook, facebook.com slash out. A thing of the past, you could check us out on Twitter, uh, twitter.com out. A thing of the past was Facebook, because kids these days don't really use Facebook, apparently. thing of the past was uh, when we were on, what is it, SoundCloud? No. SoundCloud, yeah. SoundCloud, that's yeah, it. Yeah, but people still use SoundCloud, so that's not, like, terrible. I tried to actually check us out on there, and our... Uh, our link doesn't work anymore. We definitely have at least one I, or two I think it's down. Work. There's no way. I don't know. But uh, check us out, ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Uh, purchase a Valentine's Day gift coming up next week. Um, it's not going to get to you by Valentine's Day, I don't think, if you do rush shipping even, which I don't think it will. But uh, it's this Sunday. Yeah, so, what are you, do you have any plans for Valentine's Day? Yeah, sitting somewhere in Mexico doing nothing, hopefully. I don't That's know. That's a pretty good Valentine's Day. Is it? I'm gonna, I, I'm going to ask them for chocolates and I want to feel <laughs> I, I just want to feel love. Imagine I get like the whole like the works like flower petals all over my room and everything. They bring you like a chocolate fountain. Yeah, my brother walks in and be like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be what happens if there's a chocolate fountain. Are there peanuts in there? No, what the other, doing? the other brother. Oh, the other brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, follow me on Twitter, BTTG161. You can follow Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Mr. No Tweets Off. No, Mr. All Tweets Off. That's what I'm going to refer to you as, I guess. Uh, how was your week? How are you, how are you doing today? How are you, how are you, how's it going? I'm doing great. Doing great. Uh, I'm not really tired. I had like two or three cups of coffee, so I'm, I'm ready to I go. Had two jolts of energy before we started this show. Yeah. We're, we're ready to go. All revved up. Did you, so. did you celebrate National Pizza Day this, this past uh, Wednesday? Tuesday? Wednesday. Tuesday. Yeah, mm. Tuesday. No, I think I got pizza on Monday, or maybe I did get pizza on Tuesday. I don't know. Why did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> I, I was I, got... I was going to like inadvertently celebrate, and then like once I realized that it was National Pizza Day, I felt like a tool, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I ordered a salad instead. Yeah, I got um, I got chicken marsala pizza, a slice. And it was actually really good. It had like chicken, mushrooms. You literally everything. just covered what chicken marsala is. And yeah. I'm pretty sure anyone who knew what chicken marsala is. Now and no, no, I'm pretty sure anyone who knew what it was and you said it was on pizza, they would have assumed it was exactly that on a slice of pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some people don't know what it is. Right. I mean, well, some people don't. Google it. Google's sure. your friend. Google. You can always Google. So. Yeah. Uh, did you do anything for Super Bowl? I did not. I sat 
in my room and watched it. It was, I think, a pretty disappointing game. I don't like football or anything, but it was it's pretty pretty lame. Yeah, that seems to be the cons- uh, consensus. I uh, mean, I, I picked I picked the Panthers to win. You had yeah. picked the Denver Broncos. Um, Denver Broncos coming out with the victory, but not without some major talks because that was a catch. The referees reviewed the call, and it was clearly the Panthers clearly had the ball caught, and the referees nope. And that led to the whole fumble touchdown. Well, then you also have... I mean, there was a few fumbles after that, though. No, there was a lot of fumbles. Yeah, there was a lot game. of... It was a defensive game. I think you'd call that a royal fumble. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 2016, folks. Um, I actually heard the other day... I, don't, I didn't read about it on the internet, but someone told me that they heard rumors and saw online that Cam Newton <laughs> threw the game for really? Carolina. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't see it online, so I'm not too sure where he saw it. And but... then he walked out of the press conference, which is not like, which is kind of unheard of for him. Yeah, it's really taboo. Huh. That's Very interesting. interesting. I mean, what did you think of the halftime show? I, it, to me, that didn't celebrate 25 years. What is it? No, 50 years, 50, I mean. 50. Yeah, 50 years. It didn't celebrate that at all. I, didn't, I, I agree. I mean, the I most... Get it. First of all, I just want to say I like Coldplay. I'm not afraid to say I like Coldplay. I mean, and, I, and I, I think... Not, I, don't, I don't dislike them, but I really would have preferred more rock and roll uh, as opposed to that. Yeah, well. But I liked uh, I liked Bruno Mars. He, I really do like him. I like his uh, old school aspect. And I don't like current Beyonce. I popped. They were about to play Crazy in Love, and then all of a sudden it didn't go into that. I was I disappointed. I, I'm not a big Beyonce fan. I, I like the fun. earlier stuff. That's basically it. And like you could throw in a very little bit of Destiny's Child. I don't know. I've never been a fan of hers. I mean, she's talented, but sometimes she could be a little bit overrated. I mean, I think she's very overrated in 2016. Yeah. Like last year or whatever, when she randomly dropped an album and everyone freaked out. I listened to that album. I was like, there's like, I'm not under, like, I'm not hearing any hit song on this album at all. Like that's the very first thing I did. I saw Beyonce's album out. Now I went to iTunes, listened to every preview of the track and not one of them stood out to me at all. And I can't become anything. I don't, I have no idea. The, like the I last really don't Beyonce song. I mean, she's talented and everything, but I don't think she's like what like the Queen Bee and stuff like that that they make her out to be. The last Beyonce song that I actually know, which I hate, I absolutely hate the song, is um, the "Put a Ring on It" thing. Yeah, that's the last song that I know from her. I don't know. In general, I think that the best thing that they did during that for the making it. Uh, making you remember that I was celebrating the 50 years was where they started showing flashbacks of all the previous years, like Bruce Springsteen. Which, by the way, Bruce Springsteen, I loved that Super Bowl halftime show when he he absolutely they killed it. When I mean, he, when they, he slid too far and need a fan in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I really like that halftime show. Yeah, they, like that weird, they didn't, thing, they But didn't, I feel like they should have done a lot more to pay it's homage weird, to the it's past. It's weird they didn't show the the who. In that clip, I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I actually don't think they did. They showed the Rolling Stones, I believe. Yeah, and I guess Beyonce was dressed like Michael Jackson was when he was when he did the halftime show. Okay, so I guess that's a tribute. But uh, as far as like, I mean, you had Beyonce there. You could have, and I mean, Bruno Mars could have 
gone into it too. You, Diana Ross, didn't she sing the? Didn't she do a halftime show? I I don't. Did know. the Supremes not do a halftime show? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, in general, I I think it's weird that you brought back Beyonce and Bruno Mars, considering that they just did the pretty much uh, recent Super Bowl halftime shows. I mean, I know you had Katy Perry in there, but wasn't Bruno Mars uh, and Beyonce very recent too? I think that was I th- Bruno I Mars know. may have done it last year with Katy Perry. I don't. I mean, I feel like they could have went a little bit further and had maybe even have the Who come out. I mean, play that, a little bit. there'd be no reason for the Who because then. Well, I mean, just because they were. That's past, also but, revisiting. <laughs> that's yeah. Like, I, I I still prefer if they went with like Metallica or someone that uh, is a California band and more rock than what they had. Um, Beyonce was 2013. Bruno Mars yeah. was 2014. Yeah, right? Yeah, it was Bruno Mars, Red Hot Chili Peppers. And Beyonce was Beyonce and Destiny's Child. Yeah, so I I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. But I, I think it, that wasn't... I feel like the game disappointed, the halftime show disappointed, and I also think that the commercials kind of disappointed. Yeah, I think funky, the one... What is it? Funky Monkey that Baby? Really, that's like... I hate their... I think they came out with a really creepy commercial last year, too, if I'm not mistaken, and I really hated them for it. And I, I really... I don't know who it is. That's Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah, okay. So I think Mountain Dew had a really creepy one last year. I'm not positive, but I don't... That's the stupidest commercial out of all the ones I, I saw. Didn't, I still don't get it. It was like Funky Monkey Baby Dog. Quick, or? what do people love? Puppies. Quick, what do people love? Monkeys. Quick, what do people love? Babies. Let's let's Boom. combine it. That's our halftime commercial. Bottom and then the, the dog's listen, licking the guy's face and they're all up and dancing. It was just weird. I think... The best one, I still, I don't know what it was for when they, uh, they did the, I'm not, not maybe the best one, but they did the bouquet toss. Bouquet toss. And they caught it like the football player. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember it. I, I thought that the Doritos one was pretty good. Uh, apparently but... everyone, like a, a lot of people apparently hated that one and thought it was absolutely disgusting. I that was I the, thought it was funny. That was literally the only one I laughed at. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I laughed at that. Like um, I saw obviously like when, as soon as they started like moving the Dorito chip and the baby was moving, I was like, oh, clearly that's going to happen. But yeah, I thought it was I thought it was very funny. Or at least not clearly. That's what I assume was going to happen. Even Budweiser, like usually you you have like the the sentimental horse and everything like that in the dog. But this year they completely took a different route going with the drinking and driving, like drinking responsibly. And that was just kind of surprising. I would expect them to have maybe two commercials where you have one kind of a comedic, maybe feature the horse and then maybe a drink responsibly one. But if the other one wasn't comedic, the ones that they used to do. Everyone used to cry yeah, during yeah, that. Yeah, that's, for true, that's true. Not comedic, but um, what else? I think they really needed something new for their company. Like, the Budweiser frogs or something. We haven't seen anything like that from them in a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Commercial uh, Civil War. We got the Civil War commercial. We got Batman, Superman, uh, like teaser. Um, Which was weird and, because that was built into. A commercial. Yeah. Yeah, the Turkish Airlines. I thought it was interesting. Which is that? Is that a real legit thing? Like, I didn't know if that I, was I a thing. I didn't look at it, but I think it may be. <laughs> Like I, I thought, like maybe that's just a thing for Batman or Superman. I didn't know. 
I mean, you, and then you had the clever um, Ant Man and Hulk uh, yeah. part. With the well, that was more so for uh, Coke. Yeah, that was for Coke. But even still, the including inclusion of them definitely helped out with Civil War too. Yeah, even I though it was, was like not directly. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Do you have a side yet for Civil War, Captain America or Iron Man? I I would assume Captain America. Yeah, that's the I'm side not, I'm on right I'm now. Not, is Captain America. I'm not positive, but yeah, I like Captain America. Plus, I I was a fan of Winter Soldier with Bucky, um, Scarlet, which is always cool. Uh, who else did they have? Ant Man. I didn't see that movie yet, though. Yeah, I didn't see Ant Man yet either. Yeah, at some point I will. I have to see. Deadpool. Oh, I'm seeing that this weekend. I cannot wait. Ryan Reynolds is a perfect casting for that. It just, it's just crazy that he's been trying to make it for, what, 10 years? Yeah, long time. I'm happy that his, I guess, stubbornness and not willingness, not willing to accept the answer as no, I kind of appreciate that he pursued it and maintained it. Which is crazy because after that footage like initially leaked... And everyone blew up about it. Yeah. If you noticed, have you like in all of the trailers, most of the action that you see is based around that footage. Really? Yeah. Like the scenes where they're showing you like him battling on the bridge and everything like that. A lot of it, a good portion of it looks like it's from that scene. So I think that they are including that scene, that test footage in the actual movie. So they're not showing you too much on the trailers. Because of that, they're showing you what you kind of already saw, but I can't wait. I I'm think the other, fan. I think the other teaser trailers are funny though. Like where? Yeah. I mean, you just watched one with Betty White. Yeah, they're doing a great. Uh, like the way that they're promoting this movie is fantastic, and I haven't seen another movie promote this heavily in a I mean, long time. Yeah, even back during Halloween when Ryan Reynolds filmed himself. Uh, with the, oh, group, yeah. with the group of kids dressed as the X-Men yeah. on Halloween. Then the other day, like, uh, he, I keep on seeing, like, they, they're modifying other movie uh, posters into Wade Wilson and yeah. Deadpool. Yeah. Um, and then he has a few cancer videos about, like, uh, testicular cancer, breast cancer. Um, he has, like, so many random uh, videos to promote um, the movie. So definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, it should probably be the biggest uh, opener for this weekend, obviously. Oh, yeah. I mean, so. not to say the other ones aren't so great, but because I, yeah. I want to see I want to see that that other movie, the How to Be Single, I think it is, maybe. Yeah, I could wait for I, it. See, like, I'm not going to go in the theaters, maybe, but I might go in the theaters. I don't know. Yeah, it's, to me, I could wait for that. But all right. But I, um, I am doing awesome as always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're doing awesome as always. But I, I did, I saw that movie Hail Caesar this past weekend. Yeah, I I wanted to see that. I had Not higher, in the theater, I was pretty, but. I had higher expectations. I didn't understand the movie at all. I mean, no. I, I did understand the movie, I just didn't understand why it was a movie. <laughs> so, uh-huh. Sorry, George, I know you're listening to this. Yeah, Mr. Clooney, we mean uh, no disrespect or anything like yeah. that. And if I happen to see Keep in you, mind, he is our hookup to Stacey Keebler. I was going to say, if I happen to see you this weekend, don't pretend like you don't know me. So, <laughs> um, How is he? Like, he doesn't date Stacey Keebler still. He's married. Yeah, that's true. So is she, right? I think she is too. I don't know. I think she got 
married? I have no clue. But uh, we have a question, comment this week. Yeah, Donnie wrote in to us. He says, awesome podcast. Didn't know you guys were from uh, were in Long Island. Hashtag L-I. You could go follow Donnie at the Don 631 He really yeah. hashtagged L-I. Yeah, he hashtagged L-I. That just happens to be the Super Bowl number next year. Whoa. Where Peyton Manning will have to be coming down to the wire, where that's his last game ever. Retirement or Super Bowl, where he faces his younger brother, Eli. Brother versus brother. Huge Super Bowl next year, 51. Make it happen. Book that, bro. <laughs> yeah, so thank you very much for listening. Thank you for uh, following us on Twitter and liking us on Facebook. Uh, we and, much and thank you. It. Yes, and thank you for, for discovering us and liking our podcast. Yeah, we hope to entertain you, bring some laughter into your life. Which, for, uh, for an unfun fact, it was once known as an online listening experience. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The only is. of its kind, which... In my opinion, it still is, but some other people, the higher-ups, won't allow me to say it. <laughs> yeah, but we are from Long Island, representing, hopefully representing pretty well. And Especially, I wonder what like other people from maybe outside of Long Island area, even outside of the America, are thinking about us. Are we like, are they stereotyping us? Well, that one person thought we hated Detroit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, that's crazy. It's been, I think, around five years since we shot. Or no, five, four years, was it? Was it 2012? It was that a we while ago. I think it might have been 2012, so like four years that we were on Chi True Long Island Story. Yeah, I think someone said that we hated Australia, too. Was it 2012? Yeah, but no, no hate coming from this podcast. Yeah. I like I like Australia. I've never been. I feel like I I would be like I've never been. Like that Modern Family episode where Phil goes with the family and he gets like rejected by Australia. I feel like that would happen to me. Like I would go there and get punched in the face by a kangaroo once I stopped uh, got off the airplane. It would just reject me. I don't think that's what actually happens when you get off of an airplane in no any place. Well, no, that's what would happen to me though. But, uh, you ever see the kangaroos that they got there? I mean, I've seen a kangaroo. In Dude, some of them like jacked. They're like on steroids. I just think. I mean, that's not what, I, what? I just think that's what a kangaroo is. I don't know. Not to make any. I mean, uh, haven't you seen kangaroo? Was a kangaroo jack? With no, An- but Anthony I know Anthony Anderson. I think. I know what you're talking about. But we got love for everyone listening. Yeah, and everyone I mean, not listening to. But speaking of Aus- speaking of Australia, you could check out Emma's YouTube show, cooking show. Yeah, it's not it's no cooking with Brandon, but <laughs> not <laughs> cooking with Brandon. Taste of Tennille, you can go check it out. Yeah, uh, when are you gonna make your guest spot on there? I probably will never ever be on Taste of Tennille. <laughs> Well, now we definitely know that's not going to happen. Well, I don't think it's going to happen at all because I uh, don't uh, don't know who, and I'm not famous enough to be on the show. Uh, I'm not famous at all, so I don't want to say that. <laughs> famous enough. Which is funny, when I was at Springsteen the other day, we were going up in an elevator, and uh, 
the woman gets this woman gets in the elevator and she goes, "Ooh, we have our own private elevator." I was like, "Well, that's because somebody's a celebrity." <laughs> and then, and uh, she laughed, and her husband laughed, and I was like, "I'm just kidding. I'm not famous." And she, she asked for my autograph. I was like, "I'm really not famous." That last part was You're made up. You're wasting the ink of your pen. Trust me, you don't you don't need my autograph. No, she asked me to sign her receipt. <laughs> wow. All right, so that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into some sports entertainment talk here on Market Now. Let's kick it off with some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Going into Monday Night Raw, so much came out even before Raw started recording. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan tweeting, saying, uh, talking about how he's retiring. He said, effectively, effective immediately. Uh, due to health circumstances, I believe, I will be retiring. Yeah, so you kind of knew that uh, he was going to be on Raw. Which speculation, speculation running wild everywhere. Why did Daniel Bryan cut his hair? Why is his beard trimmed? Kurt Angle's not in TNA anymore. He officially finished up that contract. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you said it, talked about that, but is his, like, that, how they were doing the last, um, the last tour for Kurt Angle kind of matches, it that's completely done now? Well, the matches are still airing, but they finished taping January 31st. Oh, okay, gotcha. So I think as of January 31st, he's officially a free agent. All right. So speculation, Daniel Bryan just happens to announce that he's retiring, and the match that I 100% want to see is Kurt Angle versus Daniel Bryan. Is it going to finally happen? I would love to see Daniel Bryan versus Lance Storm. Dude, there's so many Daniel Bryan matches that right? could have happened. I mean, I'm very happy that we've gotten to see him versus Jericho. Him, him versus William Regal, right? Did he face Regal? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, on Superstars. Yeah. A bunch of matches. But so we went into Monday Night Raw not knowing anything. Uh, they announced that they did a uh, video package for him at the beginning of Raw and said that we will be hearing from him later on in the night. No clue if it's still legit, if it's a work, because we've seen stuff like this before. We've yeah. seen we've seen Edge actually retire, and then we've seen Mark Henry re, like uh, work everyone. Yeah, which by the way, is still one of the best angles ever. I agree. So a lot of speculation going around whether it was legit or a work. I mean, both both of us were going back and forth. We thought that it was we well, thought I it said, was legit, but I, we also weren't ruling out it being a work. Yeah, I said I definitely don't want to speculate, but I, because I, I mean, you never want something like that to be real. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, but and then, so you couldn't rule out anything at the time, right? So Monday Night Raw kicks off not with Daniel Bryan, the hottest topic that anyone wanted to tune into Monday Night Raw to see. Obviously, they were going to leave that for the last. Yeah, that's the main event. So they kicked off with something that normally would have closed the show, that being a contract signing for WWE Fastlane, which, by the way, I think they've got it down pat this year with the way they're spelling it with, it's just capital F-A-S-T-L-A-N-E, mm. instead of capital F and then capital L. Yeah. Why do you, like... I would think that this contract signing would have been better off at the 9 or 10 o'clock spot. No, Not really I the think, 8. No, because they got this part out of the way. Because Stephanie McMahon, she comes out, she comes out right away, gets tons of heat when uh, all the fans are chanting, yes. And yeah. she goes, mm, I think you guys are mistaken. 
they're not going on to face Daniel Bryan. The winner's going on to face my husband, Triple H. So yeah. she got tons of heat with that. But once Ambrose, Lesnar, and Reigns all finally came out, which, by the way, when Brock came out, I popped because Paul went to introduce himself. And Stephanie goes, we know who you are, Paul. <laughs> which Bam roasted. That was, I thought that was a yeah. hilarious. But they all signed the contract. Stephanie McMahon left, and she goes, I'm done here. I've done everything I need to do here. Yeah. Bye. Do, do, your, do your bidding. Have fun. That's when Ambrose attacked Lesnar. Well, it didn't happen, like, so much like that. Well, he gets into his face. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Ambrose walked, like, I mean, it was kind of like a war of the wor uh, words, and then Ambrose stepped up to Lesnar, which is like... Which we, really... saw, we saw him do the exact same thing last week. Yeah, but even still, he steps right up. I think he even chest bumped uh, Lesnar a little bit. And then Lesnar just launched him, just threw him right over that table into Roman Reigns. Yeah. And then he flipped that table. I thought it was really cool because then he uh, continued to flip the table into Roman Reigns, like in that corner, and then take out Dean Ambrose. Yeah, Ambrose got hit with an F5, which that led to why I think this was better suited here. Mm -hmm. Because then we saw at like the, I think maybe 10 o'clock hour. Uh huh. Was the Ambrose again? Okay, so then what was the nine? Was that maybe highlight reel? Probably. Okay, so I I guess I could understand the contract signing opening raw. Um, and it was it was actually Miss TV first. So screw you, Miss TV. Sorry. Well, actually, that might have been earlier. I'm not positive, but anyway, uh, in the first confusing, pointless part of raw. Triple H just randomly came out after that segment, and then they cut to commercial. Literally nothing else happened with him after that. Mm -hmm. I was I was so confused. Yeah, because Triple H's yeah. music hits, which I think it was the game. I don't think we've heard that music in a long time, I, I feel. I'm pretty good. And uh, he came out, basically just hugged Stephanie, and that was it. Yeah. I thought I blinked and missed something. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? It did the trick. It, what it, trick? It made me confused. I'm still super confused about it. Hmm. I don't know. I guess there's no reason for him to really be involved. That's why, like, Stephanie, she did her job. But she there was no reason for him to even come out. Like, yeah, you're champion, whatever. But, like, I, I think just to kind of tease the aspect of maybe he's going to come down to the ring or something to the fans. Plus, it's always good to – it's nice to hear that theme song, see him come out. But, like, I'll be pissed off if Triple H isn't there when I'm at Raw. <laughs> yeah, you bought, <laughs> bought your tickets. Yeah. So, All right, first matchup. It was Dolph Ziggler picking up a victory over KO Kevin Owens. Um, I mean, what can we say more? The matches are always good. Yeah, I, I was a big fan of that apron uh, famouser that he did. Yeah, that was awesome. Definitely innovative. I've never seen that before. Um, and Which I, it sucks. Like I, I always bring it up, like moves for two thousand for WWE video games, and like yeah. almost maybe I don't know a quarter of the time they get left out. Yeah. Like I was happy when Batista and Randy Orton hit that that RKO Batista bomb thing, the, the okay, neck yeah, breaker, yeah, yeah. the the Batista neck breaker thing. Yeah, that made the game, so that was cool. But then a move that's like Diego's finisher, the one that he does the um, the tr the arm trap, like STO DDT, whatever you would uh -huh. call it, didn't make it. A, didn't make yeah. it a cut. So there was one thing I really didn't like about this match, though. I like that part. 
if we're I, talking about the same thing. I was not a fan of the end of the match where Ziggler uh, pinned Kevin Owens using the ropes. But let me just tell you why. First off, I mean, besides the fact that he's a face. First, okay, wait, I, besides that, yes, it's the same thing we're talking about. Just want to get that out there. What do you mean? Like I said, I if we're talking about the same thing, I like that part. And yeah, yes, no, that I, is the same thing, and I like. Yeah, that no, part. I, I knew you were gonna go with that, but I'm not, like, if you take heel face, put that aside because sometimes it doesn't matter. Um, it was kind of like a one up. I didn't like the fact that it was done right in front of the referee. Like it was kind of like, off to the side ish. I in, in the camera view that I saw from on YouTube. The referee was positioned right in front of the pin where he sees the feet going up. And there was no like – maybe if the referee had his body turned or something. But he it's was funny, right that's dead the, on with it. That's the exact same argument I made as to why I hated something a few weeks ago. I think but maybe – I, I think Becky – what was it? It was a submission or – I think it was a submission was, or something. I think it was like a Charlotte match. But Yeah, it was like Charlotte and Becky or something like that where you didn't think that they were in position. But I thought that they were – But in this were. case, I oh, no. thought they were. You were saying that the referee was blocked or I was saying that the referee was blocked by his arm and the other person was saying that there was no possible way that it was blocked. But the with this, person. <laughs> this, with this, there was no blocking. Yeah, I don't think you – I don't know. From what I remember seeing, I remember being like, nope, that's logical. It's perfectly fine. No way. This was like dead on in front of the referee counting. There's no – like – I think it was like a swivel though. No, there was no swivel. It was I, like dead on. that. The referee mm, was in front of this. He sees like – he didn't even have his head down. Like you can't even pretend that he's only focused on the shoulders because it's so I, – I was just kind of disappointed with that. I don't know. I feel like I remember there being a swivel. Uh, swivel or not, the referee, it was right in front of him. No, I think like the way Ziggler and Owens were positioned with the way uh, Ziggler's feet went on to the ropes. I, I still did not like it. But I, I – I liked it for the fact that Kevin Owens tried to cheat and Ziggler ended the match the same way. Yeah, I I, I understand that. Kind of like yeah, with, there's, uh, I mean, New Day. Okay, I mean, kind of like with New Day and Social Outcast, what, last week or two weeks ago? Here, here. There, Ziggler did swivel, by the way. Okay. And yes, I guess the ref should have seen it. But, I, but not, I don't know. It's like a weird position, though. I don't know. I feel like uh, because the I just ref feel goes like it made the referee look stupid, and in doing so, it made it kind of like a wait. Oh, how are you it, not it, seeing it, this? Because Owens misses the cannonball, and Ziggler pull just pulls his legs down, where yes. the referee is, I guess, parallel to Ziggler's legs, and Ziggler. Then, as soon as Ziggler, the ref starts to count the count. Uh, the referee looks like he's kind of blocked by Owens, except he's not fully blocked by Owens. So yes, you're you are correct with the fact that the referee should yeah. have one hundred percent have seen Ziggler that, pop both his legs up. Yeah, that's because, why I'm like, I mean, because you would see that motion going on. I mean, obviously, yes, we we know that it's pro wrestling, it's scripted, yada yada yada. But it was but, a fancy swivel by Ziggler, so I liked it. It's a really, it's a really nice swivel. It really is, like to get back onto the ropes. I, he even he crosses his legs and everything. <laughs> Man, I did like. Um, 
the uh, flip out by KO after where he went over to Cole and started freaking out on him. I thought he was about to break his iPad I or whatever see he has. Notice. All right. Next up, you had Charlotte, the Divas champion, with Ric Flair pick up a victory over Alicia Fox. Wow. What an awful match. You can't say anything when nothing happens. There was – they had a reversal spot where they, I guess they were – I guess they want to call it chain wrestling. But it was so <laughs> slow and they were thinking about every single chain wrestling where it was just so broken down that it wasn't a complete chain. It was like move – Let's think about this. Oh, this connects with this, so I'm going to do this. Oh, that well, that connects to that, so I'll do this now. I, and then I, that spear at the I, end. I tweeted out during Raw that her spear looked like something somebody that's in a backyard fed that's never, ever had a match before would do. Head case. But, like, he's a, he's a head a, he had matches, though, like, ish. <laughs> I'm talking about very first, very first match backyard wrestler. I'm going to go, I love Rhino Spear, I'm going to go for this. Yeah. And then it, it turns out exactly like that. It was that. awful. It wasn't even like, she didn't even, it was like a walking spear, and yeah, it was no. just, the that, cell of both of them was just. Her spear um, just spits on every good spear that we've ever seen in the past. And I still hate that she yells after doing it. Yeah. Like, oh my God, dude. For the fact that she did yell after doing that, she's like, <laughs> it, it had such a weak setup. And she tries to make it come off as if, like, oh, my God, that was just the power, the most powerful thing ever. It was awful. That, when, like, you ran into it, like, <laughs> a, I don't even know, speeds, mile per hours. It was so slow. <laughs> it was bad. But it, it just it like... spits on every single good spear that came before that. Even Big Shows is better. And that's saying something right there. All right, but well, she, let's move she on. In, she locked in oh, yeah. the, the figure eight to win. But yeah, to me, eight. that doesn't show that Charlotte's dominant. It, and I don't think that shows that she's a good champion. I feel like they're exposing her too much. I thought it was Kind a of like with yeah. AJ, with the exposing too much when you're giving them too many matches and you're starting to see their flaws. I feel like the WWE audience will come around at some point and start to see all of these flaws. And that's going to really impact your... It was really, wrestling. it was like a pointless match that... Kind of led nowhere, and maybe it could have made somewhat more of sense. Which even still, I do not think so because we've seen Charlotte versus Brie for no like. I mean, so I, many points, so many times, but maybe it would one. have made a little bit more sense if Brie was out there. That, but, okay, now that's what I was about to go to. I get it, the match because Alicia Fox is a part of the Bellas or whatever, however you want to call it. Um, I understand. I was about to say that I think that Brie should have been out there because it's like they're a team. But I guess they didn't want yes chance. Right? Exactly. I feel like the yes chance would have drowned out anything in the match. So on that aspect, I think that it was okay. But it's, it's the last Raw with your husband. Spend it. Yeah, I mean it's kind of it's kind of like a fine line that I could go either way on with whether or not she should have been out there. But I could see both uh, sides. Yeah, so up next we had Miz TV starting. Uh, Chris Jericho came out, kind of cut him off, and basically turned the whole thing into the highlight reel, which I don't think I've ever seen that happen before, and I thought it was pretty original. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And I, Yeah, I thought that was hysterical. 
And they, they literally, they changed everything. The maths, everything. Like, just like that. Boom. Turned yeah. into the highlight reel. So, uh, they, they, basically, they both ended up calling AJ Styles out. And, uh, they all AJ, ended- AJ came on out. Uh, first off, oh, no. Yeah, he came out. Miz started attacking Jericho from behind. AJ made a save uh, beating up Miz to the outside of the ring. And then AJ and Jericho had their uh, stare down. Um, and I think they ended up, yeah, they started throwing uh, fists at each other. Yeah. AJ kicked Jericho, I think. And then yeah. and just as they went to brawl more, Miz pulled Jericho out of the ring. Yep, yep. So I think that, I mean, it's, I don't think we've seen something similar to this in a while. The fact in like regard- there's the three of them, but uh, like the feud between the three of them, that's like it seems so fresh. But I mean, we might- we have. I mean, look at who is it? Uh, Ziggler, Owens, Ambrose. Right. Yeah. So something like this might just to me feel different because we've never seen AJ. Uh, yeah. In WWE before. I think so. I mean, even if it's not a triple threat, I'm okay with it. If it is a triple threat, I'm okay with it. I'm a fan of uh, whichever way you want to spin this storyline. Um, they're supposed to have a match on SmackDown that they announced too. Yeah, Chris Jericho's um, facing. Well, yeah, Chris Jericho's facing AJ. On AJ. SmackDown, yeah, they're having their third. Their sorry, second. sorry to spoil the rest of this show. We're not covering. <laughs> yeah. Because, unfortunately, because it's now currently Thursday. Yeah, we we can easily ends Thursday night. We can easily tell you the results, but we can't really speak about it because we didn't watch it. Right. We just know who defeated who. But which is so crazy because the Canadians get to watch it before we do. Yeah. So Montreal Broski right now, which go watch first thing in the morning. His review's already written up and posted. I bet. Yeah. He actually has an article. I forgot what website, but he wrote is up an K- article. Is it, no, is it? kayfabe today yeah maybe kayfabe today where he wrote in an editorial about uh his feelings about daniel bryan retiring so go check that out congrats to uh, montreal broski for uh being published on the website um yeah so that was ms tv though next up we had gray wyatt taking on and defeating ryback what is there to say about this match? I am I was confused. I didn't like this because they have like they played a random hype video for Ryback earlier in the night and so, then he just lost to Bray Wyatt. So it, it does make sense though. So you show the 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 promo that to hype him up, you have him going to the match and then you have him beat down and lose the match. Uh, yeah, like not okay, only maybe this, maybe this does not make any sense at all. Not Why? only did he lose to Bray Wyatt, he was attacked by all of them after the match, and he didn't even get any def- uh, defense in there. Like he just like yeah, it was, it was like it was like he was about to get abducted by them, and then just yeah, there was didn't. no offense, no defense. He couldn't defend himself against them. It was it was a beatdown by uh, Ryback. Here so I am. The, the the hype video. What's the point of the? Was, okay, the change of the ring attire, you can only expect that something big is going to be happening with him. Yeah. And you have the hype video. Okay, you can only expect something big is going to happen with Ryback. And then you put him in this match to get squashed? Yeah, Help me out. I, don't, I didn't get it. But I was, the whole time, every single time that the Wyatt family, they were just beating down on Ryback, I was thinking, who's next? Who's coming out? Is, who's next? Is, is Kane coming out? 
Will Undertaker, will we see him again? Well, Goldberg. I was expecting Goldberg to make a save, I especially was, with the change of the uh, ring gear. I was definitely not expecting Goldberg to make the save. No, but someone had to. Yeah, I'm really happy that no one did because if it but was, it's like every single been like why is Kane doing this again? I'm so tired of it. No, but I'm expecting Kane to do it. Like I, to me, that makes no sense as to how Kane gets attacked, Ryback gets attacked twice now, Brock gets attacked, Undertaker gets attacked, and Big Show gets attacked. Yeah, five people get attacked by the Wyatt family, and nothing came of any of it. No. Ryback gets attacked again. Brock Lesnar gets eliminated from the Royal Rumble, whatever. He gets... We've seen nothing from that. He gets it's a match at, like, gets I feel a match like at that's, that's the trend with the Wyatt family is they have great... Um, great on, on paper. It looks like it could be become really, really good. But then they get... It goes nowhere. I mean, look at Bray Wyatt versus Undertaker. It could be really, really great and powerful and build up someone's career. But then it goes nowhere. I think that match, in order to have been more successful and more memorable, needed to be in darkness. What do you mean? Like the entrances, both of them were outside with the lights oh, on. Oh, uh-huh. I think I so. Gotcha. Maybe, you know, I don't know. I feel like just overall, they always drop everything with the Wyatt family. I don't know why. It's like, it's like they tell half the story. And then they're like, well, I, I think they get the gist of the story, so let's move on. Next next story of the next chapter. Yeah. Like, I mean, look at with the cane and where they abducted him, and then he came out, and that was it. They didn't finish that. They yeah, didn't Seth finish Rollins got injured because of that. Yeah, they, they didn't finish off that. I mean, you could have, I guess, seen this coming where they didn't even finish the storyline with their own promos, the debut promos with that reporter where – he got abducted by them or whatever, and maybe that it was, was Braun it. Strowman. Maybe. All right, let's stop ranting about that, Dave. Yeah. Uh, Next. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> nope. Uh, Adam Rose picked up a victory over Titus O'Neil. I guess which was uh, apparently. Yeah. What was his first loss in three months? Yeah, Titus O'Neil, since becoming the face of that Be A Dad campaign, he... <laughs> it's funny because that's definitely not what it's called, but we're no. going to stick with that. Uh, Titus O'Neil has been on a pretty big winning streak and being separated from primetime players and everything. You can definitely tell that they're trying to build him up a little bit more. He's kind of the face of the company while uh, John Cena is out. Yeah, well, on the other side, the other aspect side of the company, at least. yeah. But um, I, I, I'm glad that Adam Rose won this because I was just saying last week that I wished the Social Outcasts would win more. Yeah, what did he? Th- Which I, they don't. I, they definitely don't need wins no. given the position they're in. But it's it was just nice of, to see people who make wrestling fun for me mm-hmm. go pick up victories. It was kind of awkward though at the end of the match, post match, where Titus O'Neil uh, clotheslines Adam Rose to the outside of the ring. It just looked like it was. Um, I don't know. It was just done very awkwardly because he picked up the Vic, the pin, excuse me, and then he turns around to celebrate. And then Titus O'Neil, like, there was something that just they had it's like someone forgot to do something. Maybe Adam Rose forgot to go so close to the ropes to get the clothesline to the outside. Maybe, something it's, just, maybe it's just part of the bigger plan. Maybe, 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 which we will speak about. 
Uh, yeah, that's not the last time you've later. heard of Titus O'Neil on this podcast. Because David is going to do his dog bark right now. All right, all right. <laughs> I always think that's so funny. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> Up next, we see Dean Ambrose come out to the ring. Throughout the night, he was backstage with Reigns saying, I'm going I'm to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to call out Brock Lesnar. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to do this, blah, blah, blah. Ambrose comes out, calls out Lesnar, which, by the way, he told Roman Reigns earlier in the night that he could do it himself, didn't need his help, which automatically, what, what does that remind you of? I don't know. I'm kind of caught up about how that sounded like Bernie Sanders doing the Titus O'Neil bark. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Maybe not. I guess. I mean, kind of. <laughs> uh, I could do it myself. Reminds you of nothing. <laughs> I could do it myself. Scary movie, too. Come on. David Cross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Brock Lesnar, what? I wasn't a fan of that one too much. I love that movie. I like the original. My germs. Everyone, everyone My quotes germs. that. You can't say that you didn't like that one. Even when they were singing that right at the beginning when they were singing Vitamin C, the graduation song, and she goes... Okay, that was funny. She cuts her off and says, I'm singing or whatever. <laughs> I love the Waynes Brothers. Everything that they do. Yeah. I mean, I still, I really want to see that Valentine's Day movie. Uh, no, I guess it's Valentine's 50, Day movie. Yeah. Why not? What is the it? Fifty Shades of Black. Yeah. I mean, there's no, what, the Waynes Brothers are some of the most creative and uh, funny group of uh, brothers out there in which, the Hollywood. Which sucks because there was a show on BET called mm-hmm. Second Generation Waynes. And I watched the show. I thought it was such a good show, but it, for whatever reason, it didn't get picked up again. I don't know. I've always been a fan I watched, of Harley and Sean. Yeah, I, well, I, we grew up, basically. Well, you're older than me, but yeah. my whole childhood was, I mean, their movies and the TV show. Yeah, mine was mainly just watching uh, the TV show, The Wayne's Brothers. Yeah. But, but right. yeah, but at least Real Husbands of Hollywood get picked up, and that's still... Still there. there Kev, that's Kevin Hart's show, by the way. Which, if oh. you've never seen that, anyone listening, go check that out. Mm. From season one, I think it's on Netflix because it's one of the funniest shows. Like even, like it's like a a, a mockumentary, like a fake reality show. Okay, spoofing Real Housewives. Uh huh. It's about Kevin Hart and a bunch of his friends. Like JB Smoove is on it. Nick Cannon, Nelly. Are um, they portraying themselves? Yeah, or like char- a, yeah, or no, like, well, they're playing characters of themselves. All right, so but they uh, they're using their real names, though. Yeah. Okay. And uh, even like when they put like the name tags of who some people are, mm-hmm. it's like the funniest thing. Like, there's like so many little tiny jokes in the show that yeah, it's a good show. So check it out. <laughs> but uh, Brock eventually came out, tore Ambrose up over and over and over again. I did like the fact that Ambrose would not give up, though. At I guess like it, it shows that Dean Ambrose is crazy and doesn't care. Yeah, he's a fighter. But and... to me, that just makes Brock Lesnar look weak. I don't think it makes Brock look good at all. I don't think it makes Brock look weak or... For me, it's for Somebody's getting in your face. You're supposed to be the most powerful guy in the company. Yes, but I but you also and have somebody, to build up somebody, Ambrose. But somebody in walks to, right into your face and cuts you down. You do nothing. Well, I mean, he did attack. He did hit him with the F five. How many times did he get hit with the F five on Raw? I think only twice. But he was still getting torn up, suplex, whatever this and that. 
I mean, and, I, and Brock, the segment ends. Reigns comes out, which causes the distraction. Boom, low blow. Ambrose hits him with a low blow. Undertaker did that same thing. Nothing yeah, came of that. It but even still, I mean, you I have to build that Undertaker up. Did you, that. you do have to build up Ambrose as kind of a... I mean, maybe you don't. He could be the underdog into this, going into this. I mean, I guess he still is, I so think it's not really As necessary. far as I'm concerned, Ambrose has already been proven. He's already a thing. He's already on that level. I mean, not the not WWE Championship level, but up yeah, like, this top tier company yeah. guy level. Mm-hmm. All so, right. Um, next up, you had the League of Nations. Alberto a, Del Rio and Rusev. Big of a victory over the returning Lucha Dragons. Which you have Sin Cara. U.S. champ. Who? No. Sin Cara. IC champ. Sin Cara is not a champion at all. No champ. Are you kidding me? Who's your who? Who have you been talking about? How great everyone is! How great this person is! Kalisto. So, and what champion is Kalisto? U.S. And who's the IC champion? Hold on. We just spoke about him in the Kevin, last no. segment. No, Dean we, Ambrose. Yeah. Okay. So you have Sin Cara make Soul. make his uneventful return after being injured for a few weeks. Yeah. And you have Kalisto lose this match to Del Rio. Um, can we just talk about that insecurity that did not con- look good at all from Del Rio? Uh, pretty much at the end of the match, he uh, Kalisto uh, is on the top rope, and Del Rio hits him with that insecurity, and he, it looked awful. It didn't even come close to looking like it connected. I don't. I really. I don't. I'm not understanding why. The, the stuff between them two are so shaky. I don't like I don't get it. Maybe because of the I don't know, maybe because of the height difference. I don't know. Maybe Del Rio can't work with someone that, that short. That much smaller than him. I don't I don't Can know. He work with that little perro, Rey Mysterio. I mean maybe. I mean his matches with Rey Mysterio were very good, but they were also just as shaky. What do you think that dog's up to now? Remember that little dog that he brought out with the lucha mask on? Oh, for some reason, I was thinking of Pepper. No, it could have been Pepper. I don't know how long dogs <laughs> last, but... Maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah, good old Pepper. So... Which, by yeah. the way, is a joke, I think, in one of the Cooking with Brandon's this past episode. Maybe. Yeah, it's, I think this episode. Good old Pepper. For those that don't remember, that was Al Snow's dog. Yeah. Which got cooked and fed to him. Al Snow. By Big Boss Man. Yeah. Big boss, man. Talk about hard times, man. Yeah. Um, All right, next up you had the Golden Truth segment. Yeah, our truth was at a museum, I assume. Was that not the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? or (laughs) They were in Seattle. Maybe (laughs) it was a Jimi Hendrix. It must have been been something like that because I don't even know, dude. I really, I have no clue where they were. Maybe they just randomly wanted to pay tribute to Jimi Hendrix. I mean, there's where's is Hendrix from Seattle? Nirvana is. Yeah, Nirvana, but who'd they ever be? Oh yeah, I forgot you're anti-Nirvana. I mean, they're not. I don't know. They, yeah, Jimi Hendrix from Seattle, so it must have oh, been. Okay, so they, it had to have been a Jimi Hendrix museum or something. Yeah, they probably had a museum. So Goldust comes in the picture dressed as. Jimi Hendrix, and destroyed a guitar to show R-Truth what he can offer in the tag team. And then a security guard ushered him off, which 
I don't think would ever happen. Uh, I, th- I forgot what our truth said, but he said something very funny after that. Oh, he made a marijuana joke. Did he? Yeah, I was kind of surprised by it because from The Rock making a marijuana joke to our truth making a marijuana joke, I'm like, where's WWE drawing the line? Especially because this, I mean, The Rock, okay, it was unscripted. But this is scripted. He he said, um, what do you say? Uh, I guess he must have been on Purple Haze or he, he must have uh, something oh, yeah, about, right. Yeah, something about making reference to being on but Purple Haze. it was a Jimi Hendrix double... I mean, yeah, it was Jimi Hendrix, but I mean, you can't pass up the fact that that was a. Yeah, I mean, to me, it was obviously a marijuana joke. Yeah, obviously a marijuana joke. Well, Purple Haze is a Jimi, Jimi Hendrix. Song, yes. So. But I think it was, had a, in the usage of it, it was a double meaning. Yeah, but kids don't know that. Kids don't go That's like, true. "Oh, what's what's Purple Haze, Dad? Only yeah. the best, only the best song you can listen to." Yeah. Well, not, not a Hendrix guy, by the way. Um, I like a I like a good amount of his music. I mean, uh, honestly, the only Hendrix song that I really like shot. is is because of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, all right. Next up, you had Tamina picking up a victory over Becky Lynch. Sasha Banks was on commentary here. Mm-hmm. Naomi eventually picked a fight with her. Of course. Um, I do like that Becky Lynch came to her aid because. It's something back when they did this with Charlotte. Charlotte didn't come to Becky's aid because I guess they were doing like that slow, poor turn of Charlotte. Yeah. So she never checked on Becky. That turn was just, yeah. Like you said, slow turn. Yeah. It was way too slow. And I guess with this match, like I always, I, I always get confused when Tamina wrestles. And I feel bad saying this, but she literally has almost nothing to offer. She's just um, a powerful woman, but like, like her physique-wise. But that's the even, only reason. Even during her matches, she doesn't do anything that makes me say, "Oh wow, like that—that's powerful." That definitely looks. I like know. That hurt. The, I mean, she gets she gets schooled at times. The most thing that she has going for her is that uh, sidekick that she does. That looks really pretty. Uh, that looks really good. I mean, what? <laughs> that looks really pretty. Yeah, I was going to say that's pretty good, but then I switched it over to really good, so it kind of combined. <laughs> yeah. So um, that match took place. It's, I guess, leading, they announced a tag team match for Fastlane. Yeah, I think so. Naomi and Tamina versus Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks. Which isn't the worst of, of things. I mean, I guess uh, you have to include Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks on the card anyways, especially if you want them to face Charlotte at WrestleMania, or at least one of them face Charlotte at WrestleMania. It's just like a, a skip <clears throat> in months where, like, you go back, rewind to the Royal Rumble, Becky Lynch, like, just barely loses. Banks comes by, out. By cheating. Yeah, Banks comes out, makes the save, I guess, takes her out, takes Charlotte out, declares I'm next. And then it's like, oh, fast forward two weeks, three weeks. That's, we skipped over. Charlotte's in a thing with Brie. I still don't really understand the reasoning for uh, putting Brie in this position. But I, like, I get it. You're doing it out of the kindness of your heart to keep her busy with the Daniel Bryan stuff. But even still, there's no, I, I fail to understand the reasoning. I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, if anything, you could... Have Charlotte not even wrestle on the card. 
you could have had her as a special referee for Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch. Yeah, but I would have wanted to have seen that triple threat at Mania because that's got to be where but it's even going. Still, I mean, I would like to see that at WrestleMania, but even still, you could have had Charlotte just be like, you know what? I don't have to defend my championship at Fastlane. I'm just going to go into WrestleMania as champion, but I could be a special guest referee for your match or something like that where it still leads into a triple threat match. Which I still, I'm going to get pissed off when people say that's such a good match. Charlotte did awesome and she did nothing in the match. Yeah. I mean, kudos to the Divas for having two matches on the pay-per-view card, though. It's so, um, Will one be a kickoff? Um, I'm not too sure. I don't know if they announced anything as a kickoff yet. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, <clears throat> earlier in the night, the Dudley boys convinced... The Usos to let them be in the match that they were going to be in. This was a tables match. Usos versus New Day. Uh, which made no sense. That it was even that at first. But, yeah, I, I don't get why it's a tables match. But, and the Dudley boys aren't initially involved. Yeah, Dudley's convinced them to do uh, four on four. Where New Day went and recruited Mark Henry. Which to me didn't make sense. I didn't understand the pairing of that either. But I especially because I mean, especially because Mark Henry was just teaming with R Truth and Titus O'Neil and, and Jack Swagger. He's got yeah. a bunch of random partners recently. Yeah, I, I don't get the why. But um, I'm I'm not like disappointed with the fact that they teamed up. I think it was that there just, would have been better uh someone better to put in there. I don't know who. Miz, uh, but Miz was already part of the whole Miz TV thing. Yeah. But uh, I thought this match was kind of sloppy and all over the place. Yeah, I mean, there was that one part where the Irish whipped uh, one of the Usos into Mark Henry, and it looked like Mark Henry was going for an, a body avalanche, but there was a miscommunication where the Uso um, was, I don't know, he, I guess maybe he thought it was going to be a belly-to-belly belly or something and ended up, like, hugging Mark Henry. Yeah, I don't know. Mark Henry had to kind of save it really quickly and go with the world's greatest slam. No, I think it was supposed to be, like, a world's strongest slam where he, like, jumps up into him. But for whatever reason, that didn't happen. Yeah, I don't know. I, I only went with body avalanche because it looked like that's what Mark Henry was going for. And then that's what he did after to the... Uh, one new day. I think Big Biggie got Irish ripped into him too. Oh. No, not Biggie. Uh, someone else. So it ends with Mark Henry leaving New Day, and Biggie Langston goes through the table. Then yep. Bubba Ray attacked Jimmy, and Devon at first looks surprised, which I pop for. Because immediately I start assuming, oh my god, Devon's just going to go away and we're going to finally get to see Bully Ray in WWE. I, before you could, I was very confused with this part because Bully, like they're celebrating and Bully attacks... Uh, I think it was well, Jimmy. Uh, Alright, we'll go with it. Uh, Jimmy from behind. And Devon the entire time is like arm in arm with Jay. Well, because he was still... He, they, they, they had celebrated, so he was holding his arm up. Yeah, but like it was just weird because there was that moment where they were holding it for like it felt like ten seconds. It was a dramatic pause where Devon's like, "Oh my god, did that just happen?" Oh, I, I all right, I so, didn't. I completely missed the dramatic pause in it. To me, I was just like, "Uh, what?" No, so Jay goes to turn away or go to go after uh, 
Bubba Ray and Devon attacks Jay. Yeah, and Nelson with the short arm clothesline. Then the Dudleys. Of Marty Janetti. Then the Dudleys put him to the table. Yeah. Which, Actually, no, who did that? Iron Sheik, short arm clothesline. A lot of people right? did that. Huh? A lot of people did that. No, 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 the hotel story. I have no clue. Oh, okay. What hotel story? With Marty Janetti and Iron Sheik? Oh, I don't know. And then he hit with the short, uh, they no sold? Oh, what was the story? I forgot. You know it. I might have heard it. I just don't. Where Iron Sheik hit a girl, a woman with a short arm clothesline, and she no sold it. <laughs> Marty Janetti told about the story on like high spots or something. I don't remember. Um, all right, classic Iron Sheik. So up next, we had the close of Monday Night Raw come to an end. Everything does eventually. Uh, Daniel Bryan officially retired from pro wrestling. Then uh, what a, an ovation, an emotional moment for um, all pro wrestling fans watching and pro wrestlers in general. It was a long, well-deserved segment. Yeah. Um, it's, that's it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, he spoke about how he would, the concussions ended up doing it, taking its toll, that he Which, was fine. He was getting a... Uh, having his brain studied and everything, checking out the neurological responses, and he was fine. But most recently, his responses became a little bit delayed. Um, so the, his neural response was becoming delayed because of the concussions, and that caused him to kind of, you know, let's. Which we I think stop. I think he said with Coach on ESPN that he even had seizures, post-concussion seizures that he yeah. hid from people. Yeah, so it's very serious, and I'm kind of like as unfortunate that it is that he has to retire right now. I'm very, I'm very grateful that they caught it so early. Yeah, and luckily, him, yeah, as long as as um, uh, before it could progress any further uh, to um, an intense, intense case. Yeah, um, and that's it's. He Daniel Bryan a lot during the the whole segment was like the one word that he used the most was grateful that he's grateful for the fans he's grateful for this that and that everything but if you really look at it like he made wrestling exciting yeah he really did and being like such an an underdog I know a lot of I don't think there there's anybody I've never seen anybody say uh, on Twitter or say like say in person that they dislike Daniel Bryan. It's usually a general consensus that he's very well liked amongst the, uh, popula the population. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's cool, man. From like, I mean, we've got to see Brian Danielson wrestle. Yeah, I mean, I still we've seen him wrestle two WrestleManias. Yep, there's a lot. Yeah, I mean, I still think that that tie incident. I still question if it was all at work the entire time, just yeah, to get on the Indies. I mean, it worked out perfectly for him, though. Um, do you have any memorable Daniel Bryan moments? Well, I mean, right off the bat, I guess no matter what time in my life you'll ask me this, uh -huh. I guess just something that stands out right away is coming up on five years now, six years now, I think, mm -hmm. that being the very first episode of NXT when the main event was rookie Daniel Bryan or was he Brian Danielson then still? I don't know. I think Daniel Bryan. He, I think he only made reference to Brian Danielson once during a promo. 
So Daniel Bryan took on Y2J on the very first episode of NXT. And that got rave reviews. That opened up eyes to Daniel Bryan and NXT. Yeah. And that, like, literally Daniel Bryan changed the, the complete surface of WWE. He opened up that door. I mean, you can talk about CM Punk, but I think that Daniel Bryan... CM Punk definitely the, did that, too. You know, but Daniel Bryan just broke down barriers, everything. Da- Daniel Bryan... All right, CM Punk opened up the doors for independent pro wrestlers to enter WWE. Daniel Bryan broke open the door for independent wrestlers become in, to enter the WWE that were of the smaller stature, though. Because now, after Daniel Bryan, they picked up, like, Johnny Gargano... Uh, Rich Swan, like all of a lot of other pro wrestlers that aren't your t- aren't above five seven, five eight. So he really did break a few boundaries with that. Yeah, definitely, um, definitely. I would say future Hall of Famer. Oh, without a doubt. Technically, he's, he's a grand, the, he's a Grand Slam champion. Yeah, technically, probably the best technical wrestler ever. You could easily make an argument for that. Um, the American Dan, uh, American Dragon. I mean. My favorite, my, the moment that sticks strong with me was um, I went to go see Ring of Honor Best in the World at the Manhattan Center versus, uh, where it was his last match versus Nigel McGuinness. It was actually both of their last matches with Ring of Honor and uh, because they just signed with WWE. And to see that and see the reaction he got from the crowd and just, it was amazing. Um, and then they would play at the end of the match. They play the final countdown. He did an emotional speech talking about how he's going to go uh, uh, punch John Cena in the ear. And it was just such an emotional, awesome moment. Which he ended up doing. Yeah, he did. And, I, and, I, and really, now, they're I, almost, now they're basically brother-in-laws. Yeah, right? I, <laughs> who would have ever thought that? Um, and then I really, I really regret not buying a t-shirt that night. I should have. I, I keep on looking on eBay to see if there's that Ring of Honor Best in the World shirt, but I can't find it. Lives are filled with regrets. Uh, ain't that the truth. But some other some other cool things we got to see. Uh, Team Hell No teaming up with Ryback at uh, TLC 2012 to yeah. see the Shield's very first match. Yeah, don't forget it. I mean, Team Hell No. Which? Without Daniel Bryan, that tag team division. Yeah. Him and Kane completely turned that around. But that, that match, that TLC match, probably everyone thought it was going to be like a regular TLC match. Turned out to be one of the, the coolest matches I've ever seen. Where yeah. You had Rollins go through all those tables and everything. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know, just a bunch of others. I mean, countless of good matches with Sheamus. Him versus Bray Wyatt yeah. at Royal Rumble. Cesaro, I mean, they- Cena... The Yes movement in general, I mean, starting at that WrestleMania where, I mean, when we were down there for, in Miami, we was Which he wasn't even, he really wasn't even yesing at that point, which he was kind of, obviously the whole gimmick at that point was no. Yeah. And uh, he started doing yes, I guess, to like, kind of like, screw you guys. But it, it went over with all, with the fans at that time. I mean, we were at... Bars, hotels. Yeah, we were at other um, uh, wrestling events. I forgot one of the bars that we went to in Miami, but it was like a slushy place. I forgot what it was. Yeah, but there was a yes chant there. I mean, and oh, now and not at- like not like oh, Dave just started a yes chant. It was 
everyone. This place is two I mean, tiers. We did, we did start it, though. This place is two tiers, <laughs> though. Two tiers. Yeah, everyone. We, we did start that, yes, Jan. I don't recall that. Yeah, because it was when the moment where the girl behind you started talking to you and stuff. <laughs> And then Chris and I started doing the yes chant, and for some reason, everyone else joined us. I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, what other moments? Daniel Bryan-wise. Who would you say is his best opponent in WWE? His best opponent? Um, I'm going to go with – it's hard not to go with Chris Jericho. That's funny because yeah, I, I was going to say it's hard not to go with Cena. I'm, I'm stuck in between Cena and Sheamus. Uh and I know people, people are probably like, well, Sheamus, like, how the heck? But I really, I thought they had really good matches. I mean, don't forget, him versus CM Punk was very good, too. Yeah. But so, she, am I wrong? Like, Sheamus versus Daniel Bryan opened it, up. It depends. Because, I mean, it depends on what match. Because when their feuds first started, it was, I mean, look at their WrestleMania match. The nine seconds. Yeah, but that was that was just one of theirs. Like they they opened up every WrestleMania for like three years. It seemed. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would still go with Jericho over Sheamus. John Cena's up there. CM Punk's up there. I still love his feud with Bray Wyatt. Um, I thought that was still very cool. Where yeah. Daniel Bryan was part of the Wyatt family. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So many. So many memories and so many potential matches that, like, dream matches that are still out there that we would love to see. But unfortunately, we will not be able to see that. I mean, we always want, I mean, I don't know if we always, but Daniel Bryan said that he wanted to face Nakamura. Yeah. And now he's in the WWE and the, they was like, yes, we get to see it. And then it's like, ah. You had Sheamus versus... Daniel Bryan for the U.S. Championship and in a no contest at WrestleMania 27 in a Lumberjack match on the pre-show. Then 28 opened with um, Daniel Bryan and Sheamus. Obviously, that was that 18-second thing. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, like then you had more. the entire involvement with Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, and Kane with AJ. I mean, that was a pretty big storyline. Yeah. Like, there are just there's so many... I'm sure there's so many people that have so many different uh, memories of Daniel Bryan. And it's just very – it's very rare that a wrestler comes around and has such a, a way about him that just kind of forces all pro wrestling fans to gravitate towards him. Yeah. I think Dan Daniel Bryan had it. A bunch of the stuff, Daniel Bryan versus Shield, all those members, they were good matches. Yeah. the Him, Money in the Bank, cashing that in to originally win. Oh, it's – yeah. I mean, there's so many matches, and it's just unfortunate. It's crazy. The, the, his very last match in WWE was in April 2015. Um, Daniel Bryan was IC champion. John Cena tagged up with him, was U.S. champion. And they took on the tag team champions, best tag ever, Kid and Cesaro. All of them are out now. Yeah. It's crazy. Very Hopefully Cesaro is going to return soon. Yeah, I would like to see him return WrestleMania or something. Yeah, like Kid, I, I, I would rather see Cesaro return quicker than Kid because Kid has the neck injury, so I'd rather him kind of take his time a lot more. I would love to know like an actual update rather than what we see on Total Divas because that was filmed in like October. I know. I, I w really would appreciate an actual update, and it doesn't. I don't really care about kayfabe. I just want to know that they're like. Still good. I don't know. But still, what else? Still good. 
<laughs> but yes, as Daniel Bryan's uh, retirement segment was happening, Brie Bella came out. They shared that moment, that ring. Um, and uh, as Raw was going off, they switched. Well, before you, what about that moment where, I mean, I wrote it down here, but it completely we didn't bring it up, where Triple H was in the ring with Stephanie, Daniel Bryan, Mark Henry, uh, oh, HBK, yeah. um, Big Show. Yeah, Big where they Foley. were. Yeah, Bret Hart was in there. They yeah, had the, Rey Mysterio, Miz. Ray. When they were having past champions there. What was it like? Was that for a night of champions or something? They were unifying the title. I, I don't... They were unifying the world championship with the WWE championship to make yeah, it the WWE and... World Heavyweight Championship, which we still refuse to call it that. Yeah. So it was going to be John Cena. It was a, it was literally build up for John Cena versus Randy Orton. Two of the cop, company's two biggest guys. Daniel Bryan's in the ring with everyone, just minding his own business. Everyone, nobody cares about John Cena. Nobody cares about Daniel uh, Randy Orton. Everyone only cared about Daniel Bryan. Yeah, Triple yes H made chance. reference. I forgot what his his reference wasn't even directed at Daniel Bryan about being a past champion, and the crowd was just I erupted. Don't know if, I, I don't think he referenced Daniel Bryan though. No, not directly. I mean, he made a reference about a. Uh, Past champions, and, and yeah, the crowd went nuts. And it's funny because and, you could, if you watch the clip, Daniel Bryan is like trying to keep like deadpan yeah. and not smile, but then he starts to like just laugh. Yeah, Rey Mysterio turns around like that's like looks at yeah. him like, "Damn, kids, this is you." And then Mark, Mark Henry, Henry raises, his, raises hand. his hand, and then like then he like cuts cuts his throat like stop. To yeah, okay, it. you you got you, yeah, you and, got it. Stop. And you got his. I thought he was gonna get fired or something from that. You got his trainer. Which I don't even know how much HBK really did train Daniel Bryan. I know he went to the I'm academy, but I don't know. Curious about that. There may have been some. I always read about it too, but then I forget it. Like there may have I been an overlap. Yeah, I can't think of how Shawn Michaels could have been training people. Yeah, if he was out with a broken back or whatever. Yeah, and now who knows what the story is because now it could be turned into some sort of a storyline. So you got to look into the past to. See the truth, but um, yeah. So HBK was out there, like HBK, freaking Hall of Famer. So is Bret Hart, but HBK is Triple Holy. H's boy. I'm saying, right up there with Triple H, like right next to him, telling people like, okay, like stop, like calm down. Yeah, like, we have to do this segment, but that just made people go louder. Yeah, and it was it was perfect. I mean, that moment alone just could send chills up your spine to watch like the underdog. In a wrestling ring with these legends, larger than yeah, legends, larger than life characters and legends, like you said, Bret Hart, Foley, and HBK, and he's the attention's on him. And Miz, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which it's funny because when he said Miz was talking about his trainer, I think. Yeah, with AJ. What do you mean? Oh, I thought you were talking about where. With uh, the AJ Styles and Miz, how he was training him on NXT. What? No, what, why were you saying? Wait, what are you talking about? Wasn't he, he was his NXT rookie. AJ Styles? No, 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 no. Miz. Miz and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, you yeah. did say AJ That's... Styles, though. Huh? You did say AJ Styles, though. Yeah, because of the Miz's, the, the interaction between the Miz oh. and Styles now with their promo that they cut. No, I was going to talk more so where Daniel Bryan, when he was giving a speech, I think he was talking about, I don't know, I forget who he was talking about. Regal? 
I don't know. It might have been somebody, but like it might have been Regal actually, where he like his mentor, or whatever. He got to look up, and then he got to wrestle him, and then he goes, "Oh, William Regal or whatever." It might have was probably yeah, William Regal. It, it, it probably was Regal because I, I like, know that he took him under his ring pretty. I mean, uh, Daniel Bryan's original his some of his first attire. I think his first attire. Yeah, it was the maroon. Uh, yeah, it was based off of Regal's attire. But I was gonna say that I, I tweeted out. I was like, "So, so not Miz." Because <laughs> Miz was his trainer, I guess you would say. Yeah. Daniel that, Bryan that's where, was That's where I was getting at before, but I kind of cut ahead of you. My yeah. bad. So they had one last yes chant, just as Edge had his second pose, five-second yeah. pose, which we'll, um, we'll definitely see Daniel Bryan again. Hopefully he'll be back WrestleMania. You Obviously know what? not hopefully, wrestling. Hopefully everything gets well with him. Who knows? Maybe... Maybe we will see one more match. I don't know. I mean, still, we still don't know. This still could be all gimmick. Who knows? You know, nobody that, knows. Like that's like we don't. Like, I hate saying that, but it's wrestling. I can't say exactly. Can't, never say never. I can't say that. It is pro wrestling, so never say never. Maybe this is just a work where to give Daniel Bryan a little bit more time. Maybe he wants to have kids with Bree. Maybe they want to kind of take their time away and, or set up something. Yeah, but for now. It's pro. It is pro wrestling, and it can be easily turned into a huge work. Yeah, but for now, he's officially retired from professional wrestling, and we thank you for everything that you contributed from your debut in, on the indie scene, making professional wrestling better. Yeah, all the way up to WWE making WWE better, a huge staple, making everything. Yeah, I mean, making, he's inspired. making people he's interesting. Inspired. He's making, inspired a lot of wrestlers too. Yeah, making new people interested in the in professional wrestling, making more people turn it on, be like, "Wow, this guy does not look like a professional wrestler," and being like, "Oh my god, like that's the craziest thing I've ever seen." Look what he's doing, this and that. Yeah. Now the Islanders use his chant. Yeah. So and then don't forget about uh, the who is it? The Giants, right? What the Giants in baseball? They uh, use his yes chant and stuff too. They have that going. So, I think it was the Giants or the Pirates, one of the two. I have no clue. Yeah, Giants or the Pirates. So, uh, the Daniel Bryan segment's coming to a close. They uh, they go live on the WWE Network. All the superstars, all the divas, the everyone comes out backstage. Everyone, everyone. comes out on stage. They're they're clapping, cheering. They do the yes chant, whatever, and they part ways. Daniel Bryan goes to the back and. Uh, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon are going to the back. Vince McMahon goes to go to the back. And Titus O'Neil playfully grabs Vince McMahon's arm. And Vince McMahon kind of like pushes Titus O'Neil off. And now Titus O'Neil is suspended for what originally was reported as 90 days. Now only 60 days for misconduct. Yeah, very um, unprofessional conduct. Very stupid move by Titus O'Neil, especially to do that um, in front of a live audience. I, I, I was actually surprised when I first heard about it. I mean, okay, it's one thing to do joke around backstage with your boss, Vince McMahon, a larger-than-life character that um, most pro wrestlers are intimidated. I mean, yeah, most pro wrestlers are intimidated by. And you go ahead and playfully pull his arm in full uh, view of everyone. I think that was stupid. But I think the punishment is harsh. I think that should have, like, 
I think that's too much. I think it's harsh, but 60 it has, days plus you miss the biggest payday of the year? Like, come on. But the thing, I mean, plus it's very surprising. I mean, not to, but A, it's Black History Month. And Which we do everyone, know that, the, the New York Post picked up on a lot of people calling WWE racist for that. Yeah, it's so bogus. But the Black History Month, because we do know that WWE does, um, does tend to feature a lot of its uh, black champ, past black champions and current black wrestlers. A lot more during this month. Like they, they as, but like they touted a bunch. Like last week, they aired the video was for Ron Simmons. Yeah, where Ron Simmons was the very first black champion. Yeah, they do acknowledge everything, but so it's kind of like in WWE. How many WWE champions have been black? The mm, Rock. That's Rock. That's it. Yeah, I mean, you have other. I mean, like, Mark Henry was. Yeah. He was the world champion. Yeah. I mean, other champions like uh, you had Ahmed Johnson. What champion was he? Wasn't he IC? I have no clue. I would not have assumed that at all. But even still, like it was kind of surprising with that. And then on top of that, he's the Be A Dad campaign. He's the face of it. But it's not even that. Like He does charity. They just showed him like a few weeks ago that he brought tons of kids Was it to the Royal yeah. Rumble. Yeah, so it's very surprising. He goes out of his way to feed homeless people, take them into restaurants and feed them. Yeah, very surprising. But on the other hand, apparently they uh, the gagging around and everything is getting to a different kind of a level where it's not really too professional anymore. No, it's, they, they say that there's a few people backstage that are acting... As immature. To, not immature, though, as to not how WWE superstars should be. But I don't... I don't know how true that story is. Just like I don't know how true the story is that there's rumors going around the internet that apparently this is just all work and they're building Titus O'Neil up. They want to build him up as the next Stone Cold Steve Austin. He has the physique as for like John Cena. He has the physique. He has whatever. You don't yeah. need to know how to completely wrestle to be a wrestler. He is great on the a mic. sports entertainer, sorry. He is great on the mic, too. I mean, he's decent on the mic. I think he, he's really good on he it. He did the whole thing with Vince McMahon, and now suspended. News stories, news outlets everywhere picked up on it. And, I'm, and I don't who know. knows? I maybe, that, maybe the rumor is true. Maybe they will build him up as Stone Cold Steve Austin. But as of now, that's just a rumor. I do believe that. I do think that the uh, the punishment meets uh, fits the crime or whatever. I don't think so. Sixty day, ninety days is excessive. Sixty days, I think, is too much. I think that I'm okay with it. For you something like that, you give him off, you, whatever. No, you, you, make... you, you cannot joke around with the head honcho in I front of know. people. You I wouldn't do that to Obama, the president of the United States, in front of an audience. Yeah, he would do Dude, are you kidding me? Do you ever it's, watch that? his speeches? Dude, you ever see I'm, Joe Biden right behind him doing that? No, I'm sorry. I think that it was completely unprofessional. Especially, let's not forget that Vince McMahon's not that young. Uh, you can easily no. Do some damage. Sorry, I, Vince McMahon is completely f the fittest person. Way more, he's way more fit than you. you oh yeah, you I'm would break your hip that. before he breaks his. Oh, easily. But uh, still, he's not young. I'm young. Oh, old I'm has okay nothing to do with it. I'm okay with the punishment. You don't do that to Vince McMahon. <laughs> this just sounds so funny. Like you're yelling at Titus O'Neil. But do not do that. It's funny. A fan asked Batista because Batista and Titus O'Neil are, are boys and uh, or friends, whatever you want to say. 
And Batista, the fan asked, did you speak to Titus O'Neil? Anything? And Batista said, yeah, I called him. I told him to quit. Yeah. Which is just like something Batista would do. Probably. But who knows? And I mean, Titus O'Neil already tweeted out saying he feels awful that he did that. Stupid. I understand. Apparently he said, I understand if you have to let me go. For a smart guy, he's stupid. Yeah. It was dumb to do, but I think it was dumb. Even if you're, I mean, even if you're joking around, I think that it was just dumb to do in front of a crowd. But I think the punishment doesn't fit either, so. But you do okay. whatever. Yeah, I agree to disagree. But that was Monday Night Raw, and uh, we'll, we'll take a little break right now, and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. This is Railroad Rudy. For those of you that can't get a Valentine this year, just tell them you were a former Chattanooga heavyweight wrestling champion. Worked for me. Welcome back to Marking Out, episode 262. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Uh... Moving on to some outside the ring news right off the bat. Yeah, uh, some, last week. Yeah, some uh, NXT news. Yeah, Finn Balor may have injured, uh, sprained his ankle doing the Coupe de Gras during uh, a live show. Yeah. So, I mean, then they they aired on the WWE, no, on YouTube. I guess Bailey did his entrance and he was in the ring and he took kind of a. a a spill a little bit, I guess. I mean, he was doing he stumbled. He was doing Bailey's gimmick. Yeah, he stumbled and caught himself and everything. But hopefully, it's not as serious as it seems. Yeah, I mean, he did put out that tweet saying like, "Why so serious?" or something. So maybe it is just a sprained ankle where they're just being cautious. So hopefully, everything's good. Yeah. Uh, some WrestleMania news, I guess. Or for some news. reason, I thought you were gonna be like somebody once told me. No, some news with a Z. Uh, apparently, Braun Strowman versus Undertaker is not gonna be a thing now. Yeah, that Where, was a whereas yeah, it was a rumor to take place, but now apparently they want him to win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal to potentially face Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, but like. If you go back in history and look at Cesaro and look at Big Show, nothing happened with the winners of the... Yeah, it doesn't really work out. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm happy for this bat- battle royal because it's a payday for like everyone. Yeah. But it's just, as a fan-wise, it's, it's like... Just, they, they dropped the ball as soon as they did the first one. Yeah. And I mean, especially because you just had Royal Rumble, so maybe spread out the battle royals a bit. It's different. Yeah. It's definitely not a Royal Rumble. And it's not the same aspect because there's not there's no surprise aspect to it. Yeah. There's not a surprise to it. So it's completely different. Uh But I don't want to see Braun Strowman versus Undertaker. But if we do, that'll definitely turn out to be like one of those Undertaker versus anyone not Shawn Michaels, Triple H. Yeah, it's. I'm not looking forward. I'm really, I really don't. I really hope that Undertaker doesn't have a match at uh, WrestleMania. Like, it's definitely he has to have a match at WrestleMania. I know that he has to because it's Texas. 
But still, I really, I mean. The last time we saw him, he was in phenomenal shape. Yeah. I haven't been a fan of his recent matches, though. But the last, I mean, WrestleMania 30 sucked. 31, he was looked better. And then by the time he did the stuff with Brock Lesnar at Hell in a Cell and, and SummerSlam, he was in a lot better shape. The matches were a lot better. Yeah. So, but uh-huh. as for the Wyatt family, I still think it should be Wyatt's versus Kane, Undertaker, Big Show. And now what about Ryback in there? Or are you completely separating Ryback from that? Because I know Ryback, I have, about yeah, Ryback, I still have, where does it fit in for him for WrestleMania? I have no clue. Yeah. Where does Eric Rowan and Luke Harper fit in for WrestleMania? I have no idea. Memorial, uh, Andre the Giant Memorial. Which to me, that's just stupid because they were so incredible during the Royal Rumble, eliminating Brock Lesnar. They're not going to, well, that could, I guess, work, it can work in favor if Strowman wins the Battle Royal then. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. And apparently Kevin Owens pitched himself to face Taker and they shot it down. Yeah, who knows, though. Whether or not I mean, that's be, true. Yeah, maybe we'll pick it up. Um, something that got picked up, Mickey yes. Gall. Uh, he is going to go on and face CM Punk in CM Punk's debut UFC fight as Mickey Gall picked up victory at UFC Fight Night this past Saturday. Um, post-match, CM Punk was in the ring. Uh, in the octagon with Mickey Gall, they both shook hands and everything like that. Kind of set it up. Dana White put the tweet out there saying it's official. Uh, this match is this fight is going to happen, but now there is going to be a little delay in the fight because CM Punk had to undergo some minor back surgery. Um, so, kind of. So, like I had said previously, CM Punk officially will make his UFC debut in a video game. Yeah, that seems to a be video game featuring right now. a video game featuring old and new Mike Tyson. Um, Bruce Lee is in the game, which I'm yeah. fine with. You hate it, I think. I think that's I, cool. I, I I don't like it too much. They WWE. I mean, UFC was like WWE put Tyson in. We're gonna put Tyson in. Yeah, but there is <laughs> no association with any of those it's, people. But it's just a, a a way to put a next step to it to put like yeah. a more fantasy. Uh, that's the thing. I think that fantasy has no aspect with UFC. I mean, you want to put uh, Wayne Gretzky in a basketball game. That's not the same thing. This is they're, I see they're still the fighters. Same. They're still fighters. I see it as the same thing. That's one hundred percent not the same thing. All right. If, if um, Michael Jordan was in a, in a, an MB, MLB game, that's different, and that's plausible. No, it's the, it's the same realm. Sorry. Dude, you had Nelly and the St. Lunatics in, in video games. Who's the St. Lunatics? The rap group that he's with. I don't know. But this match is stated to... Well, it's not stated. Mickey Gall kind of hinted at maybe UFC 200, which would be on July 9th, 2016. So hopefully we'll still see the debut of CM Punk this year. Um, this back surgery... No, well, I it, already it, told it's you. It's just minor. We are seeing his debut. It's in a video game. Well, his actual live his real life live action debut. Yeah. Talking about debuts, though, Carmella, Big Cass, and Enzo Amori are rumored to be coming up to their main roster around WrestleMania time, potentially the Raw after. Which would be interesting. What if they debuted when you were there? I don't think they would bring in a tag team the week before WrestleMania starts. 
That'd be cool. I just don't. That's out of place. Didn't they bring in bring back the Rock the week before WrestleMania? I don't think so. All right. Or if they did, it was because he was the host of WrestleMania. Yeah. So, but uh, speaking of WrestleMania, someone who may never ever compete at WrestleMania because they say that he will never ever work in WWE is Okada. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't believe it. It's again professional wrestling. Never say never. Yeah, I mean, recently Mike Quackenbush, the owner of Chikara, was at the performance center. What apparently he was doing? Uh, he was doing the trainee guest trainer of the the week. Oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. They they did, and they had a tryout, but I haven't seen that much about. Who attended I or anything about isn't it? Isn't the tryout happening this weekend, like right now? I, I, like, I don't, I don't like know. I Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or something. I haven't seen anything about it, so I have no idea. I really, I think it might be like right now, like this week. Now? Yeah, like now. Now? But speaking of the WWE Performance Center and tryouts, tough enough uh, competitor Tanner was interviewed where he said everything was all scripted. All the interviews were all scripted, saying that they wanted Josh to win from the start, and they only went out of their way to show how well he was doing as compared to everyone else. Yeah, so, very... That's, that's reality television for you. That's, I mean, that's yeah. nothing new. Yeah, it's, it is reality TV. Kind of surprising that Tanner would speak up about this. Is he not... He's not signed, no? No, he's not signed. So maybe he's bitter. Could be bitter. Maybe he's jelly. Maybe jelly. I mean, think about it. Almost everyone else gets signed <laughs> except for him. Yeah. Not almost everyone, but... Yeah, pretty much everyone. Yeah, not really everyone. Chelsea didn't get signed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It was it was the two winners. But I think Chelsea Mandy. did get signed by TNA, though. Really? I think she got... I know, I know Gabby got signed with TNA, right? Gabby? Yeah, yeah Gabby got signed with TNA. I think... Uh, uh, Chelsea Green got signed with TNA too. It just hasn't debuted yet. Hmm. Or else she did debut. She did debut. She's another someone that's part of Daniel Bryan's history in WWE. Yeah. She's the Claire Lynch of WWE. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so talking about history, something that's in the books, let's talk about some indie results that took place. Yeah. Five Borough Wrestling had their event on uh, February 5th. Some of the matches, I'm going to go start with the tag team title on the line. You had an open challenge. Flawless and Lawless putting it out there. Crusade for change. Stockade and TJ Marconi stepped up to the plate, hit a home run. New five-row wrestling tag team champions, the Crusade for change. Yeah. Uh, Rude Boy Riley picked up the victory against Greek god Papa Don. Yeah, you had Milk Chocolate pick up a victory over Massage Envy. Yeah, House of Glory Elite title triple threat match took place. Uh, champion Anthony Gangone took on and defeated Pepper Parks and Caleb Conley. Yeah, I wrote that awkwardly for you. Sorry. Well, I luckily have my own <laughs> notes, so bam roasted. <laughs> bam roasted. Um, you had the Five Borough Wrestling heavyweight title on the line as Brian Myers picked up the victory and defended his championship against Kevin Matthews. Yeah. And then we had a 30-man rumble match that was won by Anthony Gangone. 
Yeah, defeated 29 others featuring like Cliff Compton, Brooke Danielle, Alvin Avarice, Matt Tremont, yeah. Mike Verna, and so many more. Yeah, Dan Moff, Matt Stryker was in there. Yeah, Stryker. Uh, Dorian Graves. So many people. Yeah. So go check out Five Girl Wrestling, though. Awesome yeah. stuff. When is their next event, I believe, is April? April 29th. Check them out. And uh, what else do we have? Some upcoming, or we had results, more results? Upcoming. Oh, oh wait. Yeah. No. Upcoming. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is so awkward now. So, some upcoming, upcoming. events. We got NYWC Psycho Circus taking place on the 27th of February. Start time, 7 p.m., Deer Park, New York. Uh, you're going to be seeing the heavyweight championship on the line in a Psycho Circus match. The O team, consisting of Big O, Mike Verna, Jesse Vane, Anthony Lacerra, and Talon, will be taking on the Hounds of Hatred, that being the NYWC champion uh, and new Five Borough Wrestling Tag Team Champion, Stockade, King Mega, Apollyon, Boo, and Bam Sullivan. You're going to have the Fusion title on the line as the champion. Alvin Alvarez defends his Fusion title against Chainsaw, Joe Gacy. The Starlet Championship will be on the line. Aria Cadenza, the current champion, will be taking on Willow Nightingale. Yeah, you also have Chrissy Rivera, Tyler Murphy, and Jigsaw taking on the FBI, ECW FBI, and CJ Bambino. Yeah, you got Milk Chocolate facing the Beaver Boys. That's, and, uh, this yeah. is going to be an awesome event. And yeah. the Joker is Wild Battle Royal. Um, yeah, so you want to definitely check that out. February 27th. Yeah, nywcwrestling.com. Go support them. Go check out the circus. Uh, this is one of their the best event of the year. You do not want to miss this. Yeah. Um, and they have a stacked lineup, so go have fun. Uh, something else that is taking place you have I Believe in Wrestling. Believe 117 taking place on February 20th at the Team Vision Dojo in Orlando, Florida. Doors open at 7.30. They have the Florida Tag Team Championship on the line. As Johnny Vandal and Aaron Epic take on Mike Reed and Josh Hess or Ace Andrews. Yeah. You also have the Florida Heavyweight Champion, Rhett Giddens, in action. Yeah, a bunch of people are in action there. Yeah, Barbie Hayden, Liz Dorado, Braden Knight, and a ton more. Tickets, uh, 10 bucks, general admission tickets. I yeah. believe in wrestling.com. Yeah. Um, also, if you're in England, go check out Anthony Bowens. He's can, you, be in- can you say this with an English accent, please? No. Come on, just try. Um, you do the Titus O'Neil bark on the spot. So Here, do, help me out with an English accent. You do a little bit. Hello there. You could talk like this. Hello there. England will be, be, be featuring Anthony Bowens on, <laughs> on February 15th through 21st. It's like you're not uh, moving your tongue at all. You can see him in action. Yes. LDN wrestling in England. Kind of uh, veering off into Australian there, but that's fine, I guess. Yeah. Since you like to offend everybody in Australia and in England. Yeah. My accents aren't really... That good. Yeah. But you should definitely go check out Anthony Bowens if you're in England, 15th to 21st, with LDN Wrestling. No doubt that he's going to wow the fans over there. So best of luck to Anthony Bowens. Yeah. I'm, uh, 
I'm still debating whether or not I should go to that other wrestling event. And the, 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 the one, it's, it's, I think it's called Lucha Libre um, Total Wrestling Stars. Oh. So I don't know specifically where it is or what right. the company is, so. Yeah. Yeah. Good deal. We, we shall see if I go. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it's next Wednesday. Yeah. The 17th. All right. But so... that was our show this week. Uh, moving on. Sorry, it wasn't our show this week. Moving on from outside the ring news and upcoming events to Dave. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Go follow Eric, like we mentioned before, at Montreal Broski, MTL Broski. You can go read his article about Daniel Bryan and his connection with him at Kayfabe Today. Also, go check out, uh, first thing in the morning, his live play YouTube channel. Very entertaining. Um, also, Ace... Which, uh, Ace, by the way, sorry yeah. to cut you off there. Uh, they stepped it up big time on Up, Up, Down, Down, where uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks had to do the makeup thing afterwards. Oh, that was hilarious. So, Eric... Maybe uh, maybe you'd like to do that. A friend of yours could come over, and if whoever loses, yeah, you have to do their makeup. <laughs> that was hilarious, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, Ace Pro Wrestling. Uh, they're going to be having their event on March 5th. Ace Wrestling. Um, their champion, TJ Marconi, is going to be defending against Impact Wrestling own EC3. Also, go check out John at Mr. John Faust. Lewis at B Montem B. Uh, also, you can go check out um, Rude Boy Riley. We mentioned him before. He has all these T-shirts. If you want it, one of his Rude Boy Riley T-shirts, just shoot him a tweet at Rude Boy Riley. Uh, right now, it's only pre-order, but it's twenty dollars per shirt, twenty-five dollars for shipping. Uh, for shipping with shipping. Uh, message him for any details. Staten Island Hardcore. You would definitely love that shirt. Alongside with the Vin, uh, Vinny Marseglia t-shirts that we've been telling you about. So you should definitely go buy the two of those. And the Marking Out t-shirts we've been telling you about. Yeah, don't forget the Marking Out t-shirts. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Marking Out. And also, go, uh, Game Changer Wrestling. They just announced April 8th at, at, at Hasbrook Heights, New Jersey. Hasbrook? Hasbrook, Heights, New Jersey. Hasbrook? Sure. Heights, New Jersey. They just announced Bull Dempsey is going to be there in action. So go check them out. Game Changer Wrestling at GCW, uh, GC Wrestling underscore. Uh, Brandon, you have any shout outs? Brandon, shout outs! Larry David gets the first shout out. Uh, he hosted SNL this past weekend, and I thought it was great. Oh, how hilarious was that? Um, the, the the blooper, I guess the rehearsals for the clip. Oh, I didn't even see the rehearsals. Oh, you didn't see that? No. Oh, they showed rehearsals for, uh, what is what was the guy's name? Keith Roberts, was it? Or something? I don't know. Like the, the, the gun? The gun? Yeah, when Keenan was doing the gun range. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, was, he kept breaking and, and I hate that. I hate that. Wait, you the hate gun what? Range. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. 
The, they were at the gun range, and Larry I didn't see did. this. Oh, you didn't see the episode? No. So what the hell? I thought uh, for some reason I thought you were talking about the gun. How Keenan always does like shooting lasers out of his fingers on the YouTube's. No idea I, what that means. Uh, no, I but I'm, I'm confused. I'm a little bit confused here because you had specifically asked me if I saw SNL because you watched everything. No, I didn't. Yeah, you I did. watched it. I watched the Burn Your Enthusiasm. Well, Burn Your Enthusiasm was hilarious. That, yeah, that's what I was going to say. That that was I, Jay Farrow blew me away with his impression of JB Smooth. That was insane. Yeah, he was. He's very good. And overall, it was. And Taron Killam killed me with uh, Bob. What's his name? I can't think of his name. Marty uh, Funkhauser on the show. Captain, yeah. Is it Captain Dave? Or whatever in real life? I don't know. It's, it definitely had that vibe. Like it was right off the HBO show. Yeah. Especially at funny. the end. Yeah. Uh, up next is a shout out to Robin Williams. They had uh, new footage surface of uh mrs doubtfire and uh which i don't know where it would have fit in the film and obviously it would have had to have fit in after sally fields finds out that finds out that he was mrs doubtfire mm-hmm. but it was crazy and i guess they were saying it was too dark for the film so obviously that's why it was cut okay but it's just crazy that he's that he's not here anymore i know very unfortunate and, uh, and then finally, a huge shout-out to Daniel Bryan, Ryan Danielson. We already said it earlier, but uh, probably, if not the best, one of the best of, his, of this generation. And uh, I'd like to thank him for making it exciting to watch. Yeah, thank you very much for being, uh, unfortunately, a, a very, very uh, rare kind of a wrestler. I mean, it's not very. It's very rare that you have a genuine, good, like person. Yeah. Especially with so much spotlight on him and being made into such a, a big, uh, legend status. And it, it was never. Day. It was never about sports entertainment to him. It was. He was real. Always about wrestling. Yeah, and he was just real. He always seemed like he was down to earth and everything. I mean. We know uh, our friend Anthony, which you should go check out, Carve Your Niche. He went to an autograph signing for Daniel Bryan. Um, I hate that you tell the story, though. Why? Because it's still like, because what, what do you, you're going to say, like, it's cool because he asked him if he wanted it signed as Brian Danielson. Yeah. Anyone does that. Well, even Why still. Why would he, Brian Danielson not sign at Brian Danielson if it's an ROH ticket? I don't know. I think it's cool. That's like giving. I don't know, Mankind, a Mankind mask, and he signs a Cactus Jack. All right, whatever. But, it, yeah, Daniel Bryan's also... So I guess it's not cool. I No, I think that's just something that happens. Wrestlers sign their names. They sign past gimmicks. I'm sure if you saw, gave uh, Justin Credible uh, an old picture of whatever his gimmick was. under the He's mask. not signing Aldo Montoya. He 100%. He, if he wrestled in Chikara as Aldo Montoya, he's signing an Aldo Montoya. Right. Xbox signs one, two, three, kid, six, Pac. All right, so then I take it back. <laughs> but yes, you should definitely check out Carve Your Niche on Twitter. Thanks and, for that fan roasted. And, and it's time for Hour.
right, the mark out moment of the week. Um, I guess to keep it wrestling related, because Dave, you have non-wrestling related one? Uh, yeah, I have non-wrestling related. Uh, wrestling related, uh, WWE Series 61, Mattel action figures. They showed the prototype images, ringside collectibles showed them off of the new Zack Ryder figure. And he's in the WrestleMania 31 gear yeah which paint, features paint tribute yeah features uh the major bro edgehead and the short-haired zach Ryder. the yeah i mean the one pant leg zach Ryder mm-hmm. gimmick so the, the hosky zach Ryder. I, I i was a fan of those trunks and uh it's pretty cool that they're now going to be a a figure yeah for sure uh, my non-wrestling was the flash this week i mean arrow too but more the flash I don't really want to spoil what took place. Just in case, like, right? I shouldn't spoil. I mean, nobody cares about the show, but you shouldn't do it anyway. Okay, yeah, just in case people you listen in. <laughs> Imagine people get pissed at me for saying that. Um, yeah, but The Flash this week, uh, they just had an amazing episode, one of my favorites. But there's so many, like, so many uh, Easter eggs. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, go check out the flash. Also go follow Roberto. I was talking to him a little bit on Twitter. R B O N I N I V. Go follow him. Um, yeah. If you watch any of those DC shows, tweet us out, tweet to us. Well, tweet to Dave at yeah, Dave, the Dave underscore and MO and he'll never respond to you because he doesn't no. respond using that account. Most likely I'll do it from the marking out, but then then get yelled at for doing it. Which I didn't yell at you this time. Yeah, I know. But, but you knew. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, know. I knew, I knew, I was expecting it. Well, I didn't do it, so I, I knew. I was, I was doing wrong. No, well, screw you, because I didn't say anything, so screw you. <laughs> but that was our show this week. Two six two in the books. Yes, well, not completely in the books because we're still doing this. Uh, but uh, no, <laughs> imagine I went in that gimmick and started doing that. This like a really like bad imitation of Triple H. Yeah. But uh yeah, two two sixty two. Uh books yet. Pro wrestling tees.com slash marking out. Facebook.com slash marking out. Marking out.com for all your past, present, current episodes. Uh Stitcher Radio, iTunes, you can subscribe, rate us, five stars, four stars. Just don't give us that one star. Shoot us an email, marking out one at gmail.com feel free to post our episodes on reddit world star uh where else if you're a musician or if you're in a band feel free to send us an mp uh mp3 of your music if you're we'll definitely promote you if your grandmother's in a band if your grandmother's in a band send it over let's hear it let's check it out if if you're Mother's in a band, or your nana, or your nana, your nanas, your whatever. mommy, your mommy, <laughs> ma- ma- mama, yeah. mama, yeah. mama. Yeah, send it to us. We'll check it out. Uh, Super Bowl sucked. Everybody knows the real Super Bowl is WrestleMania. Uh, and go to almost. This is technically this the is fast technically. lane to WrestleMania, brother. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you. Follow me, BTTG161. Mark it out on Twitter, YouTube. Dave the Rave underscore MO. We wish you the best.
future endeavors. Have a fantastic week. Be safe on Valentine's Day. Was that even mean? Be safe on Valentine's Day. Use protection.